Hello, this is the Fellow Cast, and you are listening to your favorite healing series called Healing 101. And um, we are very much close to the end of this series. We've gone all of t- 10 episodes just on this topic of healing, and, and I'm going to wrap it up in the next two episodes, today being the penultimate episode, as they would say. And I, I think up until this point, we've really covered a lot of ground when it comes to this uh, gift of healing, what it looks like, what you can expect, how you can believe about, uh, believe about or what you can believe about healing, just how to position your faith um, in this area. And so there's a lot that goes on when it comes to uh, presenting ourselves as a minister of healing to a sick person. I think there's so many things that you can get bogged down with if you allow yourself to. But at the same point, there's so much um, uh, freedom in this ministry to be able to have an expectation for the sick to be healed every single time that you lay a hand or you you uh, pray for them. So today I want to I wanna jump into the second to last um, topic that will hopefully leave you encouraged and uh, more inspired to go out and pray for the sick or, or to just be available to minister to those who are sick and suffering with physical disease and illness and even spiritual things. And, and remember, healing isn't just limited to the physical body. We are body, soul, and spirit. And so God wants the whole person well. So the topic or the title of today's talk is called Why then? Why Even Pursue Healing? I think... Um, if you, if you had listened with us, listened along up until this episode, you might land on this question like, Yo, it, seems, it seems quite hard to actually uh, get to a point where I can be confident. I, I get what you're saying. I hear all the truths. I, I believe it. I see that there, there will be disappointments most, most possibly, uh, probably, and there will also be victories. So why would I need to pursue healing? It sounds pretty difficult. Now, let me just say this off the bat. Uh, nothing worth having, nothing worth seeing manifested that from, comes from the kingdom is guaranteed to be easy. Uh, Jesus didn't come to give us a gospel of ease or comfort. He gave us the Holy Spirit as our comforter because things sometimes get uncomfortable. Things aren't always the way we want it to be. Things don't always turn out the way we want it to. But it doesn't mean that it's not the the place where we need to be. It doesn't mean that we're not called to something just because it's difficult. I often hear Christians say, you know, well, it was so easy, so it must have been God. And it might be true, but it doesn't mean that if you go after something, it'll always be easy. It, it requires faith. It requires endurance. It requires some kind of um, um, grit to be able to to see the things that we really believe for. And so... The question again, why then even pursue healing? Now I'm going to attempt to answer it very plainly and, and give you just a couple of things to, to, um, to hold on to as you, as you actually explore this question. So first of all, we are commanded to. And secondly, Jesus demonstrated it for us. So for me, the conversation really ends there. I don't need to, I don't need to go and find more um, uh, evidence, more compelling evidence to to let me uh, take hold of this to to let me believe that i that i need to pursue healing no i'm commanded to heal the sick to raise the dead to cleanse the leper Um, that's part of the great commission and i'm and jesus also demonstrated it so if i want to be a follower of jesus 
I need to be willing to do the things that he did. And it reveals the nature of God. You remember, every time a person gets healed, it reveals the nature of God. It, it actually honors and glorifies the name of Jesus. It's, it's not about me. It, it's to make Jesus famous. That's my goal when I pray for a sick person. It's not so that I can make another notch on my belt or, or tick another box to say that I've actually done this. No, it's so that Jesus can be glorified, so that someone may encounter the true character and nature of God through healing and hopefully choose to follow him if they don't and to fall more in love with who he is. Now we see many examples of this throughout Scripture. Um, in Acts chapter 3, verse 10, we see that the people were filled with awe and astonishment once this, these miracles were happening. In, in Acts chapter 4, verse 21, the people were, st was, were still praising God for that same miracle that happened in Acts chapter 3, uh, verse 10. So there's, there's a continuing on of praise towards God, um, as I said, making Jesus famous. And so that's why we do this. It's, it's like sowing seed as well. It's, it's not always, you don't always see the full bloom of the flower once you put the seed into the ground, but you're doing it in faith, be believing that God would be glorified, that ultimately the, the seed will, will grow into something um, that gives him glory. We see then in, in Acts chapter 9, verse 32 to 35, where, where Peter actually heals a man called, I never know how to pronounce it, uh, Aeneas. And a whole region gets saved because of it. In fact, uh, the, it's called the towns of Lydda and Sharon. This man goes back, and as he goes back to, to, um, to tell of what has happened to him, the whole region gets saved. Just imagine that. Imagine uh, I live in, well, we live in Malkbush Strand. That's, that's where I'm sitting right now as I'm recording this. And imagine all the people that are not saved in this town. There's someone who goes, who gets healed, comes back and tells the town, and the whole town gets saved. That's just one town. Now imagine the, the area of Malkbush and Bloberg get saved, or Malkbush and whatever, the the outlying regions all get touched by one person encountering Jesus because of a, a healing happening in his body. That's, that's why we should pursue healing. It's not about the healing itself. It's about what can actually come of it. And yes, the healing itself is important too. I mean, there would be no uh, reason for this series if, if that wasn't important either. And then in Ephesus, we see that Paul stayed for two years and did extraordinary miracles in the name of Jesus. We read about that in Acts chapter 19. And of course, Jesus was glorified because of it. And, and of course, there was persecution because of it. But um, either way, it's like that saying that any, any publicity is a good publicity, whether it's bad or good in your eyes. Uh, if Jesus gets publicized, it's good because his name is getting out there. And then the Jewish exorcists, uh, using the name of Jesus, were attacked and fled, bleeding and naked after the demon had answered them. Jesus, I know, and I know about Paul, but who are you? That's in Acts chapter 19, verse 15. So again, they know about Jesus. Even the demons know about Jesus. His name is made famous because of the works that he's done, because of the miracles, the signs, the wonders, the healings. And then in, in Acts chapter 19, verse 17, it says, As a result of the people, sorry, as a result, the people were seized with fear, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Every time a miracle happens, every time the power of God, whether it be through healing, uh, the power and the love of God, whether it be through healing or some other miracle or, or um, deliverance or whatever it may be, 
Jesus, the name of the Lord Jesus is held in high honor, not just in the physical realm, but in the spiritual realm. Even the demons shudder when they see what, what Jesus accomplishes. So I want to I wanna kind of uh, leave you with a statement that um, if, you, if you ask the question, why even pursue healing? I think the fact that, they, that it's commanded and that Jesus demonstrated it to us and even the apostles and the disciples, it's, it's all throughout Scripture. We have to get to a space where we are going to want to have it. That's something that, that is really evident to me. It's not just going to happen. You have to want to see these things happening. It doesn't just fall onto your lap. It doesn't just, yes, there will be opportunities, but you are going to want to have to see miracles. You're going to want to have it. That's, that's the, the term I want to use. And it's for all believers. Um, but you will need endurance in it. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that just because you desire something, it's automatically uh, going to happen. It means that you, you sometimes you need to have some endurance. Yeah, I need to have some grit. You need to have some, as we say in Afrikaans, fussbite. Uh, you need to keep going even when you don't see what you believe for, even in the disappointments, because the victory is welcome. Um, those core values, those core beliefs that you build into your into your faith system, those things will be manifested. Those things will be proven to be true. Uh, I can say that because I've seen them to be true. Yes, there are many promises that I'm still holding on to and waiting for. But I, when I ask the question, why even pursue healing? Every time I'm disappointed, I'm like, why? Why do I even do this? Because I'm commanded to. Because Jesus showed me how to do it. Because I've asked God to see these miracles, these signs and wonders. He's given me a desire in my heart. But the only way for us to endure, the only way for us to keep going, to keep pressing into this is, is through intimacy with Jesus. If I don't know the heart of Jesus for a sick person, if I don't know the heart of Jesus for the lost person, for the broken person, for the bound up person, there is no way that I would be able to minister to them or, or actually have endurance on their behalf, to, to stand in the gap on their behalf. So I want to leave you with that. We'll jump into the last episode next week where we're going to speak about how how do I get uh, into a place of pressing in for more? Where, how, do I, how do I then create a culture in my own life of intimacy with Jesus? And we'll just, we'll just to call it for, for simplicity's sake, we call it in pressing in for more. How do I do that? And so in the next episode, which will be our last one on this series, I'll be talk, talking more about that. But I want to leave you today with just a reminder that these things don't just come automatically. We've been given the, 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 the presence of God. We've been given the Spirit of God. And, and with the Holy Spirit comes all the, all the necessary means for us to be able to, to press in, to trust, to believe for, to love, to, to keep going when it's tough so that we can see, see um, the sick healed. So why even pursue healing? Because Jesus commanded us to. God commands us to do that. And he also demonstrated it for us. I want to pray for you today. I want to pray, Father, that... Each person listening to this episode, Lord, will, would be inspired in their hearts, not because of my words, but because of you, Holy Spirit, that you would stir up an, in, an inspiration for, for each person listening to see the sick healed, to believe for miracles, signs, and wonders. Lord, I pray even right now for an impartation of gifting, that as they uh, go into the rest of their day, or whenever, if, whenever they listen this, as they put this um, this episode off and they go into the rest of what they're doing today, there would be opportunities to see the sick healed, Lord, and that they would see 
the sick healed, that the miracles will be manifested, that cancer would be healed, that asthma would be healed, that, that tumors would be gone, that mental illness would be canceled out, Father, that there would be an alignment of bones in bodies, Lord, that, that limbs and organs would be restored, Father, that that breathing would normalize, that heartbeats would be healed, Father, that arteries and whatever else needs a touch of your love, Lord, livers, lungs, those things would be restored in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. And we expect these things to happen in our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you.